This is Hi Dad, the show where you get the advice your dad would give you. Because common sense isn't so common. Here's your host, Shane Ball. And God bless you, family. How is everybody today? I know you're doing well. And I am so excited, just ready to hear from you so that I can help you out. David, good day to you, sir. Good day to you. How's it going? Everything is wonderful. I'm just so happy. Now, we are actually recording this a Sunday afternoon after church. Had a powerful service today. And so I'm just still a little pumped. I am too. And we had a great service and it's always just so encouraging to see everyone just worshiping and praising God. And yes. not to mention an awesome word. Hallelujah. Glory <laughs> to God. Glory to God. Well, speaking of an awesome word, I believe people need to hear an awesome word today. Oh, David. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, this is your show, family. It's a free call or text message at 866-DAD-8033. That's 866-323-8033. Or you can send in your questions, your comments in an email or an iMessage to questions at com. You have the questions, dad has the answers, so let's dive in. All right. The first question comes from Just Leave, sends in an email and says, my parents expect way too much from me. They expect me to get perfect grades and everything while still juggling a social life and everything else. They'll say I've got it easy, but they have no idea and they just make it worse by telling me that I'm going to be a bum and I'll get nowhere in life. And one time my dad even said to me, if you're not going to keep up with your schoolwork, you're out of the house. I'm done with my parents. Their whole lives have consisted of torturing me if I had a B instead of an A or and and he just doesn't know. Sorry. And he just doesn't get how stressful it is for me. Both of them always tell me that I don't have it hard at all and I'm acting like an idiot. I have to deal with the waterfall of stuff coming out of their mouths that I drown in every day while completing the mountains of homework my teachers dump on me and still manage to have a life so they don't call me antisocial and try to put me through therapy. I guess I don't have a question. I just wanted to say that. And yeah, he writes. Mm. Okay, uh, just leave now. I don't pre-read the emails, texts, or listen to the questions coming in, but they're given to me at the moment that David is reading them. First thing I notice is that you are very (laughs) intelligent. I can tell by the way you worded it. I have to deal with the waterfall of stuff coming out of their mouths. I mean, who talks like that? That was pretty good. (laughs) You know, who talks like that? (laughs) So you are an intelligent young man. And what this says, well, I'm saying young man, you could be a young lady. I don't see anything here. But... uh, Let's just say you are a young person and you're very intelligent. Now, this is where I am with you. You're saying your parents, they're putting pressure on you. Now, it's one thing I've learned about pressure and just leave. I want you to hear this just like a tube of toothpaste. You're not 
going to reap the benefits of what's inside unless you apply pressure. I've learned that all pressure is not bad. It really is not. But I have to say this to you, that if you were to put glue inside of a tube of toothpaste instead of toothpaste, even if you put syrup inside, whatever is inside, whenever you apply pressure, that's what's going to come out. This is my point to you. Pressure is being applied and whatever is in you just leave is coming out. They expect you to get perfect grades. And you said that they torture you. Even if you get a B, that means they know you can get an A. Now, I know all parents want all of their children to be straight A's. But just leave. I'm sensing something here. I'm seeing how you're talking. I see how you have worded this email. You are an intelligent young man. Yes, you are. And you can get straight A's and your parents know that. The pressure is to get everything in you out of you. You can do this. And you say they make it worse by saying that you're just going to be a bum. This that's just trying to encourage you. It's called a negative positive. Some people term it a negative positive to really push you in the right direction. And you say they're making it worse by telling me I'm going to be a bum. And oh, my goodness. No, you're not going to be a bum because they're telling you you're going to be a bum. Now, let me say this. If you were actually going to be a bum, they would never say that. If you, if you, the best you could do was C, maybe a C plus, which is a cause to take you out shopping because you actually got a C plus because they know that's the best you can do. Then, okay, you know, we understand. But, <laughs> Woo, tell you got a C. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, it's like, hey, break out the Coke, <laughs> not cocaine. We're talking about the beverage. The Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. To be yeah. Clear. I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't believe in them drinking uh, alcoholic beverages. So, you know, break out the Coca-Cola, break out the Sprite. Woohoo. So, but listen, sir, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to agree with your parents. That's the easiest. Everybody listening. This is the secret. The way to get your parents to not fuss so much is agree with them immediately. Agree with them. That's all you have to do. This is the big secret of child to parent relationship just going well. Agree with them. You're going to be a bum. You're right. You're right. If I don't do great and I just slip all the way down, I'll be a bum. Now, if I make all B's, I know I won't be a bum, but you're trying to encourage me and I really appreciate that. You're right. I am not going to be a bum and I know I know I can do all A's and I'm going to do my best. You are right. What can a parent say to a response like that? Um, yes, you're, 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 you're right. I'm right in things. You know, it's nothing a parent can really say at that point because you are agreeing. There's no, <laughs> it's just funny thinking about it. There's no argument if both people are saying the same thing. Can you imagine that as an argument? 
You're not doing right. You're right. I'm not doing right. You need to do better. You're right. I need to do better. You know, <laughs> I mean, what is that? It's too funny. Uh, David keeps turning me down because my voice is getting loud. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. distorting. But it's hey, a, yeah. you know, I'm excited about this guy. Just leave. You're gonna be fine. And you're not just going to leave. I don't even know where you got that name from but you're gonna do better yeah you're gonna leave the mindset that you had before i talk to you but everybody out there listen to this agree with your parents agree with them and you know what i'm gonna tell you if you do everything they tell you to do if something goes wrong it's not you to blame they'll have to admit that they were wrong but almost 10 times out of 10, they're not wrong. So you're really not going to have to deal with that. So God bless you, sir. I want to see straight A's. Let me know what happens. Thanks, Just Lee, for writing in. Zero one zero sends in an email and says, I guess that's code for, I don't want my name to be on the yeah, show. <laughs> uh, they say, I can feel okay. Then at the drop of a hat, Melik melancholic and back switch flipped in reverse at the end of the day. What in the world? <laughs> Sleepless nights thinking you're useless, you're unloved, you're this, you're that. Just all those self-depreciating things and the same when I'm walking the street on my own or when I'm trying to read something or when I'm driving or whatever. I don't want to be told that there's something wrong with me but at the same time I hope I am and then it's something that can be fixed. <sighs> now, look at yourself. I want you to look at who you are. You can feel okay at one moment, and then later, by the end of the day, you're in reverse. And you're talking about all of these voices that you're hearing, and you're thinking this, you're thinking that. You're doing this to yourself. That's what you're doing. You're doing this to yourself. You, what, did you, what did you say in your email? I think this at night. Why don't you change what you're thinking? I mean, why are you thinking? I'm useless. I am unloved. I'm this. I'm that. Think something differently. Who is putting a gun to your head saying, you better think you're useless. You better think it or I'll pull the trigger. No. Let's just let's just be frank. Do not think negatively. Think positively. And you want to know why? Because the negative is a lie. Why are you thinking about a lie? You know, that's not true. You're useless. What in the world does that mean? There are people who are handicapped, who are doing more than people who have the full capacity of all four of their limbs. And they will tell you, I saw a picture of this man who has no legs, no arms. He has a book that is out. He goes touring, encouraging people, motivating people. And you're going to think you're useless and you're literally going to let your mind waste electric energy. They say electricity is all in our brain, whatever. You're going to let your mind waste all of that energy thinking something that's a lie. And then on top of that, believe that thought when you know it is a lie. You're useless. OK, so you can't help an elderly lady across the street. You're useless. You you can't you can't help somebody move some boxes 
when they're moving, one of your friends is moving. Oh, yeah, you're just so you. Oh, please don't dare think these thoughts again. It is literally just that simple. You say at one part of the day, you're feeling fine. Then later on, everything just goes in reverse because of what you're thinking. Why do you believe these thoughts? Now, I'm a preacher, so I am going to interject a little Jesus here. Okay, there are devils out there and devils love to discourage you. Leave that mess alone. Tell the devil whatever thought. Say, now, is you a liar? And then just go on. It's not that easy. I promise you it is. It's just as easy as the thought came to you and you started believing it. Believe the truth about yourself. What are you useful for? Well, I can do this. I can do that. Well, think those things. You had to think about it. When I ask you, what are you good for? What are you useful for? You literally begin to think of the things you're useful for. Start doing that. Be proactive in your thoughts. Think what is right, not what is wrong. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, zero one zero, for sending in that email. Uh, say we can fly. Emails and says, okay. Well, I don't eat. I don't like eating, and I'm just never hungry. This began a little over a year ago. I'm not anorexic, and I'm not bulimic. I don't puke after I eat. I'm not trying to lose weight. Heck, I'm not even losing weight at all. I can't eat if I'm not hungry, and I just don't want food. I googled my symptoms, and I couldn't find anything. I will only eat once a day or or go three or four days, sometimes even more, straight without eating or even wanting to eat. What is wrong with me? Please help. I want to know. I haven't eaten I haven't eaten since yesterday morning and I'm not even the slightest bit hungry. Oh. Okay. This reminds me of I used to work at a car dealership and uh, the used car manager, very skinny man. He told me one time. He said, "You know, I don't like eating. He said, I think it's a waste of time. He said, I only eat to live because I know I have to eat something or else I'm going to die. There are people out there. uh, You're say we can fly. That's that's the name you gave us. Say we can fly there. I'll just call you fly. How about that? Fly. (laughs) There are people out there who are like you because eating is like whatever. And then there are other people like what? Fried chicken? I mean, noodles, beans, cake, ice cream. You don't like to eat. You can go three or four days. Oh, what is wrong with you? You forgot the macaroni and cheese. The macaroni and cheese with barbecue sauce because I'm a vegetarian. Barbecue sauce. Yeah, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. So I can't eat meat. I don't want to eat meat. But I put the barbecue (laughs) sauce on my macaroni and cheese. I get the same flavoring y'all do. Thank you so much. To each his own. Whatever. So anyway, back to our program. Say we can fly. Fly. You know, I'm really kind of glad that you have this. And I'm I'm, going to say it like this because somebody out there may be like, what? Come on, Dr. Wall. Don't tell this boy this. No, I really am. I'm glad to this extent. I'm glad 
that you are not such a lover of food for the taste. And you know how you see the commercial succulent shrimp and luscious bacon and mm. all this. Oh, David, help me out. Okay. <laughs> Be on my side. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So in other words, people look at food as enjoyment and pleasure. And then they want to, uh, Say, I now I need to lose weight or, you know, I'm trying not. And, you know, sometimes when people come up to me, I work at a credit union. And so they come up to me and they say, you know, oh, my goodness. I'm like, what's wrong? They're like, my nose is that no, there's allergies. And because I'm a vegetarian, I've learned quite a bit of stuff. And I said, OK, now this is what uh, I want you to do. You're going to have to give up salt, sugar and dairy products. Ooh, they say, Pastor Wall, what in the world can I eat? If I can't eat salt, sugar, dairy products, I say, well, if you don't want to do that, keep your allergies then. It's one or the other. These allergies, and they don't want to give it up because they like the flavor. Oh, the flavor. Listen, and I tell them, if you want to enjoy something, go to a movie. Food is not meant to be enjoyed. Yes, I do like flavor. But I must say, food is not meant to be enjoyed. That was not the reason why we have food created. It's for our bodies. Yes, natural food tastes great, especially fruit. You know, vegetables, you know, people like to season them because it's just vegetables, just bland. I do like broccoli. Yeah, broccoli. Broccoli's good. Yes, yes, yes. Asparagus. Mm-hmm, exactly. But even that, David, I've seen you eat. You still like some flavoring on those vegetables. Big yes. time. Yeah, exactly. But I'm talking about the raw because I could eat a raw salad. About 80 to 90% of what I eat is raw anyway. So whenever we think about food, fly eat but eat with a different mentality this is how you're going to correct your as some people would call it eating disorder eat according to the mentality of i'm doing this to live this isn't me enjoying food or oh my goodness i've got to have food but say this is what i have to do just like you have to breathe just like you have to have water I didn't hear you say anything about beverages at all. It's just basically food. So what you're going to do is you're going to find something that will give you all of the nutrients that you need. Since you Googled the symptoms, Google the food that you need to get all of the nutrients and vitamins that you need in your body. Have that and use that simply as nourishment, not enjoyment, not a pastime and not even a hobby. But this is what I'm doing. You seem to be structured. So structure this in your daily schedule. I will eat at this time. I will eat at that time. I will eat at the other time. Stay with that schedule. You're a smart person. You can do it. Thank you, Fly. God bless. Thanks, Fly, for writing in. Jason from Colorado Springs, Colorado, sends in a text message and says, for the past few days, well, most of the time, it seems I have really bad gas and seem very flatulent. 
I get acid reflux sometimes, mostly just bad heartburn and air bubbles, but I'm thinking that maybe that has to do that has something to do with it. Any ideas of stuff that can help get rid of gas because it's getting really annoying. Okay. I have heard a lot of people talk about their gas problems. And as I was just saying concerning being a vegetarian, I know that there are some foods that you can eat that cause gas problems. I want you to go to the Internet. First, I want you to make a list of the things that you eat, the things that you like to eat, especially repetitive the foods that you eat repeatedly. I want you to make a list of those foods and then I want you to Google that one food item and gas and see if there's any correlation, if anything comes up. Every single item, then you're going to have to subtract those items because in your body, they cause that. Now, with acid reflux, this is what happens. We masticate our food, which means to chew, and we're supposed to chew our food 33 times. It's supposed to be like grits. What's the word I'm trying to use? It's supposed to be, uh, well, we'll just say like grits before you swat the 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 consistency. Consistency, that's the word I'm looking for. it. (laughs) It should be the consistency of grits before you swallow your food. Everything. Most times we're biting to a sandwich, chew that sandwich four or five times, drink something to help liquefy it somewhat, make it real loosey goosey, and then we swallow it. And you're swallowing a whole piece of meat, a whole piece of tomato, a a giant piece of lettuce, and all that's going down whole. It's not broken down. Why do you have to chew your food? You have to chew your food because your saliva has to mix in with it. It needs to be the same consistency as like grits before you swallow in your you. Whenever you start chewing food, your saliva glands uh, secrete the saliva and your saliva begins to mix with the food, making it more alkaline. You need alkaline in your food before it goes down into your body. An acidic body is very sick, very sick. That's acidic meaning of acid, from acid, obtaining, containing rather a lot of acid. If your body has great alkalinity, alkaline in it, you are a healthy individual. What has alkaline? Your saliva. Whenever you swallow your food with that mixture of the, the, the food particles, the food items, your saliva, which has that alkaline, then you swallow it. It goes down your throat, then down your esophagus into the upper chamber of your um, stomach, which has hydrochloric acid, which is used to help break down the food. Now, if you don't have a lot of alkaline, what's going to happen? That acid is going to reflux back up your esophagus and it's going to call cause an esophageal burn. It will burn. And sometimes it's so strong, it literally burns a hole in your esophagus. So when you swallow your food, all of it doesn't even go down. It comes out of your esophagus into other parts of your body, just out loosey goosey food. That's dangerous. 
Very dangerous. That's why people take medicine to heal those um, that burning, that heartburn. It's not your heart burning, but it's in that area of your heart, that that cavity. And you're going to need to chew your food. And for people who eat fast and still won't do that, I just simply suggest that you take some chewing gum and chew your food for a chew your chewing gum rather for about a half hour. I really would suggest two hours because when you have chewing gum, get sugar, sugar free. I would that you get some that doesn't have uh, a synthetic sweetener, but a natural sweetener in it, some gum and chew that over and over and over for at least two hours is what I would really suggest because you're doing nothing but swallowing your saliva. Okay, and you should be good. So, so when you swallow your saliva, your saliva contains alkaline, alkaline, which neutralizes the the acid acid. that would reflux up. That makes sense. Yeah. So, and now, just so you all know, sometimes when David thinks I'm not being real clear, he'll ask questions like that, (laughs) and I appreciate that because I want to make sure that I'm very clear with what I'm saying. Thank you, David. Nah, we working together, Mike. It's all good. So anyway, what I want you to do is be very careful with what you eat. It's so easy to go out with friends, start eating this, that and the other. I like to make it a point to carry with me some ginger mints or some chewing gum. So as soon as I finish eating, because I don't do the 33 times chewing, I'm just going to tell you now I do not. But I know how to take care of myself. So I give me some chewing gum and do the thing. Because I, I do like the way food tastes, but at the same time, I have to take care of my body. You do the same. Thank you, Jason. God Thanks, bless. Jason, for sending in that text message. I have an anonymous email, and it says, Hi, Dad. Every time I try to fast, I break it. I'm tired, and I'm sick of it. I used to fast once a week last year. But I tried to do a 30-day fast, and ever since then, it's been so hard to fast. I want to change and be consistent, but it's been frustrating when I try. What do I do? Um, let me... You know, it is kind of funny. I don't know. Let me first say this, all right? For those of you who are wondering what a fast is or fasting is, that is is when you abstain from food, you do not eat. Okay, we got a lot of eating questions. And what what I'm guessing is that uh, David, the producer here, he tries to group everything together so it won't be difficult for him to title the podcast. And this is good. (laughs) This is good. Hey, I'm letting y'all in on how how we do things here on on the back end. So what is happening here is a fast is when you don't eat something for a period of time. And I said this on maybe a couple podcasts ago. That's why the term breakfast means or is two words. Break fast. It's a compound word. Break fast. You break your fast in the morning because you have been fasting all night. You don't eat in your sleep or drink in your sleep laying down. So what is happening here is this person is saying to me, I basically cannot fast. Now, I'm going to tell you what was funny to me. You said you tried to go on a 30 day fast. You don't go from not able to fast to try to do a 30 day fast. Slow it up. Slow down. Again, I'm a preacher. I'm a pastor. Been preaching over 31 years, pastoring about 11 years. And I understand this very well. 
Why is it you're sick of the fact that every time you try to fast, you break it? Evidently, you're not sick enough because you're breaking your fast. You have to discipline yourself. You control whether you eat or not. You, your own spirit, your own will, your soul, the power that God has given you, your own will to say either I'm going to eat or I'm not going to eat. Let me tell you, you're not really sick of it. You're just upset with yourself after you do it because you do it. People to say, I'm tired of doing this. No, you're not. You're not tired of doing it because you're still doing it. You're tired of doing it when you have literally stopped doing it. That's when you're really tired. What you are is you are disappointed in yourself. Let's go ahead and get these emotions right. You are disappointed. That's what you're feeling. I'm disappointed in myself that I did not fast and I wanted to fast. Okay, cool. You are disappointed. Now you have to reappoint. You were disappointed. Now you have to reappoint yourself to what you're going to do and appoint yourself to the position of honesty. I'm going to be honest with myself. Okay. I right now have a problem with fasting for 24 hours. So guess what I'm going to do? My favorite meal of the day. I'm going to skip that meal. Whatever your favorite meal of the day is, skip that meal. Start your discipline that way. Okay. Now, I have to say this as well. For medical purposes, if you have to eat, and this is for anybody, because anybody out there could be saying, Ooh, I'm going to take this information for myself. Take it for yourself if medically you can fast. Because I I have an honorary doc, two honorary doctors of divinity but I'm not a medical doctor, so I cannot prescribe for you. If you're 18 years of age or older, the, our constitution says you can prescribe for yourself. But in terms of me, I cannot prescribe for anybody. So if you can fast medically, then do so. It's a strength that you have like none other, but you're going to have to work on this until you can do a 24 hour fast. But, If you know you're supposed to fast, especially if you are a minister in ministry, you just need to discipline yourself and forget the one meal. And you need to just say, no, I'm just simply not going to eat. I will drink water. You have to do a water fast. You just have to fast Do water only discipline yourself. Don't go near the food. Don't go near it. Don't even think about it. Just go forth. It can come to your mind, but you don't have to. When it comes to your mind, you don't have to put it in your mind and start thinking over and over and over. Think about something else. Okay, just do this. Do this anonymous and get it done. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, anonymous, for writing in. You have so many questions out there. And if you want to get your questions answered by dad, I encourage you to write or to call into the Hi Dad Show. We read every question. We listen to every question that comes our way. Don't forget that you can call or text your questions toll-free at 866-DAD-8033. That's 866-323-8033. Or you can shoot us an email or an iMessage at questions at highdadshow.com. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Hi Dad Show. And you can also follow Dr. Wall on Twitter 
and Facebook. Uh, His Twitter handle is Shane underscore Wall, or on Facebook by searching for Pastor Shane Wall. And pick up a copy of Dr. Wall's awesome new book, Understanding. All success is attained by it. Get the book, get the understanding, be the success. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get every single episode of Hi Dad right on your device. Also, tell your friends about the show and encourage them to send in their questions and concerns. HiDadShow.com is the place where you can find out everything about the show, as well as a bonus, we'll be posting answers to the most common questions there as well. We love you, family. My name is David Marshall with Dr. Shane Wall, and thanks for tuning in to Hi Dad. Hi Dad.